Daniels dreamed. The cognitive borderland her thoughts inhabited was profound, yet such distinctions were of no interest to her. What mattered was that the content meant contentment. Something traced its way across her lips. It was slim, fleshy, and the pressure it exerted was slight, enough to alert her. Recognizing it, she smiled before opening her eyes. The usual slight downturn of her mouth was subsumed in a smile. A familiar face hovered above hers. She knew every pore, every crease, every line in it. There weren't many of the latter, but she wouldn't have minded had there been a few more. They would come with time, though. More than likely, she would be responsible for some of them, she knew. That was just reality. Real life. It was something she looked forward to, a bit of mutual countenance inscribing. Part of me in your face, part of you in mine. Living together, growing together, wife, husband, and eventually, children. Smooth visage and all, Jacob leaned a little closer and kissed her. Morning, he said. I moved the chimney. Information, but hardly news. With a groan, she smiled anew and tried to entomb herself under the pillows. Grinning, he pushed them aside. She blinked, her wide brown eyes gazing affectionately into his. They dominated a face that was girlish yet serious, framed by neatly clipped bangs that covered her forehead and a very slightly cleft chin. Though she had the aspect of someone who was often thinking of something else, she was very much alert to her surroundings. Come on, sleepyhead, you have to see this. Holding a small cube, he rubbed one discolored side. A three-dimensional image spraying to life from within, expanding in front of them. It appeared perfectly solid. Holding the cube in one hand, he used his other to manipulate the image of a modest structure, sometimes rotating it to provide a different angle, at others zooming to the interior and then out again. With a single finger gesture, he imposed notations on the image, occasionally enlarging them to make them easier to read, sometimes shunting them aside. Finally settling on the perspective he wanted, he nudged a profusion of notes out of the way to permit an unobstructed view of the building. His excitement was barely restrained. Look, look, I moved it from the southwest corner to the northwest corner. Looks better there, right? And if we ever actually have to use it for heating, the airflow will be better from the northwest. Her expression, one of resigned amusement. She shook her head a couple of times, clutching one pillow while gazing up at him. You did not wake me up for that, she said. Tell me you did not wake me up for that. And I made coffee, he added by way of atonement. And it's snowing. She sighed, momentarily buried her face in the pillow, and then rolled out of the bed. He would have brought the coffee to her had she asked, but somehow his version of the ancient brew was never quite right. Easier to prepare it herself. A glance out the window showed that it was indeed snowing. Large, fat flakes accumulated on the sharp angles of tall buildings outside, softening the normally bleak cityscape. The metropolis was tired, spiritless, all but visibly sagging. Unable to avoid the weather, a few pedestrians slogged their way along the sidewalks, not talking, not looking up, not communicating with their neighbors. Their perceptible gloom matched that of the surrounding structures. In the weather, their lives and their prospects. 
they took no joy. Coffee in hand, two creams, two sugars. She wandered back toward the bed. Having appropriated her place, Jacob was lying on his back, tinkering with the module's projection. As his index finger traced, bits and pieces of the cabin projection responded. This is gonna be our home. The chimney location's important. He frowned. Wait, maybe it was better on the other side after all. Without having a proper picture of the actual surroundings, it's hard to tell. Airflow's important, but so's aesthetics. Only gonna build this once, so I have to get everything right the first time. She didn't interrupt. Just sipped her coffee and watched him. He was so in love with his log cabin. And she was so in love with him. She could have spoken, could have voiced an opinion, if only to indicate that she was listening and paying attention. But she didn't want to interrupt. Didn't want to break into his...